0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and today I'm going to be sharing with you guys five of my favourite British comedy series. Uh, So if any of you have listened to the first episode, you'll remember me talking about uh, a big part of the reason I wanted to make this podcast was so that I could... Talk not just about well, not just in the language, utilizing the language in terms of the words, but also talking about the culture and the people and and how those things affect the language as well. Uh, and so, obviously, a big part of British culture, well, a big part of all culture is comedy, but certainly a big part of British culture uh, is the idea of British comedy and things like that. Uh, quick spoiler alert here: I'm not going to be as bold as to try and define exactly what British comedy is. Uh, I suppose there are a few different traits and different things like that that Uh, people often bring up but here I'm just going to be talking about some of my favourite shows Um, and I will just say uh, these are in no particular order and that's not to say that these are the five absolute best comedy series that have ever existed Uh, these are just five that I really like that I've picked for today I will certainly be doing more of these uh, lists and types of episodes in the future anyway because there's plenty of awesome British comedy series that I can share with you guys so yeah today I'm going to talk about five of my favourites but before we jump into the full content of the episode uh, again just want to remind you guys that if you'd like access to the transcript for this episode uh, you can download that for free right now at www.unlockingbritishenglish.com uh, or you can just go to the description or information box wherever you are listening to this episode and you'll find the link you can download the transcript listen along uh, read along sorry while you're listening uh, or go back through afterwards search for any unknown words or phrases and things like that so you've got a little bit of extra support so yeah if you want that check out the website and you could download that for free right right now. And so, yeah, let's get into it. So, the first series that I'm going to talk to you guys about today is The Inbetweeners. Uh, so, some of you might have already heard of this anyway. It's a very popular series. Uh, this is an absolute classic for people of sort of my age group, my age range or whatever. So, I'm currently 29. I uh, 30 next month, in fact. Um, but, yeah, so this is a comedy show. It's about a group of four friends in college, basically. Um, Uh, again just quickly college for us is uh, after what we would call secondary school so we're talking about uh, 16 to 18 year olds we have like a two-year period after we finish secondary school where we we go to what we call college Uh, often it's still a part of the main school lots of people will stay in the same the same school, it's just moving on to a separate part uh, that they call college. But anyway, so this is talking about four groups of friends uh, sort of in that age range, sort of 16 to 18. Uh, and so, well the premise is pretty simple. Uh, our sort of main character or lead character is Will. Uh, he's a sort of posh kid that joins this new school because uh, according to his mum at least he was being bullied at his old school. Uh, and so on his first day he gets paired with Simon who is uh, kind of Classic awkward teenager is pretty much just focused on getting the attention of this one girl in school uh, and puts way too much gel in his hair. Uh, and through him, we meet the other two uh, members of what will become the group through the series, uh, one of which is Jay, who is uh, uh, what we could call a serial liar, if you like. Uh, I'm going to shy away from profanity uh, as much as I can on this podcast, but that's not the way that they describe it on the show. Uh, but it's fair to say he talks, uh, tells a lot of stories about his life and his history that probably didn't happen uh, and our final member is Neil uh, who we could describe as mm, not the sharpest head in uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed um, which is to say not not the smartest guy uh, if someone is not the sharpest tool in the shed uh, then yeah that's to say they're not very smart not very bright or whatever uh but still a great funny character so he's our kind of silly guy um and yeah that's the basic premise and so we're following these guys through their journey of college growing up a little bit um trying to get with girls trying to buy alcohol before they can legally do so uh traveling once they get their first car all of these kind of things happen in, in and around that kind of age range um and yeah like i say this is kind of like a, a classic classic comedy for for people of my age this was really really popular when I was younger and for good reason because it's it's just really funny um there's there's a lot of over-the-top humor there's lots of swearing different things like that uh plenty of awkward moments as you will always find in British comedy uh, but yeah I just really like it so you've got three seasons uh and in fact two movies uh personally I would say that the the TV series is better than the movies the first movie is fine the second one is 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 still watching but it's you can tell it's a little bit more of a cash grab let's say they made it because it was popular but yeah there's plenty of content for you to go through there and so yeah my first recommendation my first uh first selection of my favorite british comedy series is the in-betweeners uh, yeah, so let's move on to number two. The second selection of my one of my favourite British comedy series is the IT Crowd. Uh, sometimes also pronounced as the IT Crowd, um, but it's IT referring to information technology, i.e. computers. Uh, this is easily one of my favourite shows ever. I have watched this whole series way too many times. I regularly binge uh, entire series. Is uh, yeah, it's really funny. I really like it. So. Uh, this is like a workplace comedy set in a big company called Renum Industries. We don't know what they do. We never find out. It never matters. Uh, and yeah, our, kind of pro- our protagonists, our main characters are the three members of the IT department, the two IT consultants uh, and the manager. So the premise, again, fairly simple. Uh, our first in- introduction, our first character, sorry, that we're introduced to is Jen. Uh, so she's joining Renum Industries as the new IT department manager. Uh, so we get introduced to her uh, and she meets the the IT team, which is made up of two people, Roy and Moss. Uh, so Roy is the kind of cooler of the two, I suppose, often thinks he's a lot cooler than he actually is. And Moss is our kind of socially awkward, nerdy character with the, uh, with the brilliant technical mind. And so yeah, I really like this show because it's a really great group of characters, they really blend in really well. Um, the kind of idea behind the premise is that uh, Jen, who joins as the as the department manager, actually lied on a cv and doesn't know anything about computers uh literally nothing doesn't know where to plug anything in how to turn it off and on again all these different uh, all these different things so um yeah there's a bit of a you know kind of struggle between them as they uh figure out how that all works but well I think I'm making it sound a little bit more serious than it is it's a it's a silly little comedy series but um yeah so that's the basic premise but like I say I I really like the blend of characters. You've got, uh, yeah, the kind of the female influence, the, the the manager looking after these two kind of teenage boys in grown men's bodies, essentially. Uh, you, you get the kind of workplace dynamic a little bit, uh, but it's um, a little bit more on the silly side, I suppose you could say at some times. It's not a ridiculous type of comedy. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not like really silly, but uh, yeah, it's not like maybe a a completely realistic workplace comedy, let's say, uh, as some other shows could be described as. So yeah, it's got a really great quality of humour, really kind of good mix of like smart and silly. There's some, you know, uh, some interesting kind of um, deeper jokes, for lack of a uh, a better word, but you have plenty of the, you know, like surface level. Most of it is this kind of surface level, silly, fun uh, stuff, whatever. It's these, two awkward IT guys trying to fit in, trying to find their place, trying to be recognised within this big company and all this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, the three of them uh, growing together and looking out for each out for each other and uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, second recommendation, one of my favourite shows in general, uh, not just within British comedies, The IT Crowd. So let's move on to the third. So my third, uh, one of my, the third, what am I trying to say here? Okay, so the third series that I'm going to share with you, another one of my favourite British comedy series, uh, is Friday Night Dinner. So this is a slightly more recent show, uh, the IT crowd uh, and the Inbetweeners from you know, a few years ago, Friday Night Dinner, uh, I think is actually only just finished, I don't know if they're going to do another series, but anyway it's a little bit more recent, it's a little bit more current, uh, and so this is a comedy based on a family uh, with two older sons in their sort of mid-twenties and their weekly family dinner, so the premise is, is pretty much that, every Friday Johnny and Adam, the two 20 twenty-something brothers, visit the parents' house for their traditional Friday night dinner um but yeah between the ridiculously awkward nosy neighbor who's in love with the mum and deathly frightened of his own dog uh popping in uninvited we've got the different grandmothers with uh, very opposing views on uh lots of different stuff and all kinds of different distractions from their day-to-day lives girlfriends jobs and all this different stuff the dinner itself rarely goes ahead without any problems and obviously from there is where uh emerges our comedy um Uh, one of the reasons I really like this is because uh, all of the characters the four main characters especially involved uh, are really great actors in general not just comedy actors and um, in a comedy series it maybe doesn't matter so much again this is not like a serious series it's just a silly little um, comedy but the I think yeah I find the quality of acting I really enjoy uh, and it has a great kind of blend between a mix of like their repeated jokes, the callbacks, the jokes that that happen maybe nearly every week, nearly every episode, uh, and the kind of new stuff, the new angles, the different things, uh, the different stuff that the that the boys go through as they're kind of yeah trying to find jobs that are good for them, trying to find girlfriends, the pressure of the parents, trying to uh, see if they found anyone to get married to and have babies with yeah, and all this kind of stuff, uh, grandmothers getting remarried. Well, there's all kinds of stuff that goes on but uh yeah friday night dinner is another really great comedy series that i definitely recommend um one of the sons actually uh adam uh is played by the same person who plays will in the in so if you have seen the in and you like that character then uh, i'm pretty sure you'll love friday night dinner as well so that is my third choice uh, for today okay so moving on to number four the next series that I want to share with you guys uh, we'll talk about is The Office uh, so of course here I'm talking about the UK version of The Office um, I feel like I'm one of the very rare lucky people that can say that I genuinely really enjoy both the UK and the US version usually it's a it's a bit of a thing a, you have to like one or the other or whatever but um, I like them both they're very different but I always say that If I had to choose, if I was choosing based on pure quality of comedy, I would choose the UK version. Uh, If I was choosing based on kind of repeated watchability, like if I'm stuck on a desert island and I have to pick one series that's going to play on loop over and over... uh, between the English and the American version, I'm going to choose the American version uh, just because it's kind of a bit longer, a bit more played out, you get a bit more of uh, the kind of character arcs or whatever and uh, and things like that, but yeah, so I, I really love the UK version, uh, again obviously this is another workplace comedy, it's like the original mockumentary essentially, uh, mockumentary is a word that we use to describe this genre where we're talking about these kind of series that are shot as if they're documentaries but obviously it's like a comedy uh, comedy series uh, and yeah it's just kind of, it's just pure comedy gold ultimate British awkwardness um, in fact that a lot of people that really like the US version say that they don't like the UK version because it's too awkward, like it's just too, uh, it's too cringe, right? Like when you see something that's really awkward in your face and your body just tightens up, it's just cringe. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of like really uh, funny, awkward moments. But this is a, a big part of British comedy, uh, and I think The Office is a really good representation of this. So yeah, the premise is, is pretty simple. It's a documentary crew kind of following the day-to-day workings of this uh paper company called Wernham Hog in a grey rainy old city called Slough Um, and yeah basically obviously they're hoping to tell the story of the you know kind of ordinary working person Uh, but the branch manager David Brent played of course by Ricky Gervais sees it more of an opportunity uh, for the expression of his apparent genius as an entertainer both in comedy and in music and as a, a kind of a platform basically to just sort of show off and try and uh show the world how awesome he is uh basically everything i mean it's uh maybe a little bit more uh nuanced a little bit more detailed than that but that's essentially what's happening i'm sure most of you know what the office is anyway but uh the reason that i love this show is kind of for the pure cringe factor on on the one hand it is there are so many of these kind of really awkward scenes these long awkward moments where you can't help but imagine there must have just been hundreds of takes i don't know how some of these actors can get through some of these scenes without just bursting out laughing because i think i would be absolutely terrible at that job um yeah i love the cringe factor how awkward it is uh you get you know to see this kind of um representation of the kind of office banter you know how do the how do the different people within the office kind of make jokes within each other the different dynamics between these kind of different personality types you've got the people that are there because they love the job they want to do a good job you've got people the you know they're using it as a stop gap it's just I'm here until I can find something else in the future and you know all these different kind of things um, and whilst obviously I did say that the American version kind of fleshes out the character arcs a little bit more, you get a little bit more uh, of their stories. It's mostly just because it's longer. The American one has nine or ten series, the English one has three, I think. Um, But you still... The the UK version sells you on the characters and on their stories. Uh, And actually, similarly to with Friday Night Dinner, you have a lot of really great actors uh, in this show, not just on a comedy level. Uh, Most notably, Martin Freeman... Uh, who played Bilbo in The Hobbit, in the new Hobbit films, if you're not sure who Martin Freeman is, um, as a reference. Uh, and th- there's a lot of moments, obviously, on the, for the most part, the show is just comedy, it's just awkward and jokes and this, that and the other. But there are a lot of uh, moments as well where you, you kind of actually really feel for what's happening. You, you, you are kind of invested in the characters uh, and yeah so it's not just the city situations you've got a little bit of a story there as well so yeah the office is my number four entry uh on this list uh and so to finish off i'm actually going to go back in time a little bit uh number five is going to be a series called only fools and horses um this is a show that you can still find on tv a lot if you watch a uh, kind of normal tv satellite tv as it were there's different kind of channels in the UK that run a lot of repeats of older shows uh, this show is a little bit older actually it it ran from 1981 till 1991 um, the, the main reason I actually know about it is because my granddad actually really likes this show um, I don't mean that to say that you're only going to enjoy it because it's old because I also really enjoy it and uh, I will not look kindly upon you if you call me old already at the fresh age of, of 29. Uh, guess who's not nervous about turning 30? Anyway, um, so yes, yeah, a little bit of an older series, um, but it's it's great. Um, it's basically like the trials and tribulations of the working man struggling to get rich in the London of the 80s. So. Uh, it's set in in Peckham, which is in the southeast of London, uh, in the 80s, uh, and yeah, we follow uh, these two guys who are kind of market traders. So our main our main character, who's yeah, a market trader, is to say basically just selling, selling whatever he can sell or whatever, uh, so our main guy Derek or Delboy and his younger brother Rodney uh, alongside their kind of supporting cast of friends uh, and yeah the series kind of just follows the brothers highs and lows and life and in particular kind of their attempts to to get rich, you know all these different kind of ideas and schemes and different things that uh, obviously don't often go very well and um, Yeah, again, it's a slightly older comedy, but it's no less brilliant. Um, It's older, it's not old, it's not completely outdated. Um, I haven't watched all of the episodes super recently, so I'm sure there's some stuff that's a little bit dated or whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's really great kind of classic british kind of humor again uh you get one of the many perspectives of london in that time uh you've got uh, exposure to some classic london accents you've got a good amount of cockney accents in there and uh yeah different different kind of areas of london and obviously people that come from outside of london as well and uh again yeah it's kind of you know following that kind of working man struggle the blue man the the blue man the blue collar man uh blue collar is like you know uh as opposed to white collar right if as if that I would wear in an office um yeah the, the blue collar man or whatever or the um average guy, let's say, and um yeah, the just just wanting to get out of their situation, get rich and and live the high life and uh yeah, really great series, really funny uh like I say a little bit older, but still really funny today so uh yeah, those are my five series that I wanted to share with you guys uh, for today, so we had the in betweeners, the i t crowd. Friday Night Dinner, uh, The Office, UK version, and Only Fools and Horses. Uh, A lot of these shows are available on Netflix, Although, of course, it does depend on which country you are, because Netflix has a different library for each different country, Uh, but a lot of these you can find on Netflix, Uh, some of them you'll even find uh, on YouTube uh, and things like that, but yeah, if you look around online there's lots of different places you'll be able to watch these uh, or download them or whatever, so yeah, if you're looking for some new British comedy series to watch and you haven't seen any of the ones that I've mentioned today, go check them out, I think you'll enjoy uh, some if not all of them, so yeah I think that's the everything that I had to say for today so yeah if you've reached the end of the podcast again thank you very much I very much appreciate your support hope you guys have enjoyed it again if you want access to transcripts for uh, this episode and previous episodes you can get those from the website Uh, just click in the description or information box wherever you are listening to this episode and yeah thank you again for listening I hope you guys enjoyed it and I'll look forward to speaking to you again in the next one